Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to another episode of The Christian Rebellion, starring me, Ash Green. So today I'm going to talk and me, about... me, Jackson Farrell. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah this Ladies and here. gentlemen, children of all ages, step right up and marvel. Dude, that's such an awesome, like, uh, name that just, like, does not go with the cultural significance of that song like I, I need to look up the song history on that one what's the title of it battle of the gladiators oh wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah because that says roman coliseum <laughs> dudes with gladiuses stabbing each other to death all right i, I kind of want to look up the history of that song to see like why it was called i mean now we think clown car <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh man, could you imagine? It's like, yeah, this once was the Superman soundtrack. Da, 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 da. Now it means clown car in our culture. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that sounds unlike a clown car. Oh yeah, you know. Uh, like well, super... to us, but you know, comedy changes over the the decades. Like, like uh, there's going to be some stuff that people are going to watch TV shows now that are like, what? Why is that funny? I don't understand. But like, think about like uh, some of the older comedies, like the uh, the Spritz Bottle. You know, mm-hmm. they used to have that and they'd spray each other with in the face with that thing. And, you know, that was comedy back then. We watched that now. We're like, oh, I don't understand. So he sprayed water in the guy's face. Like, why is that funny? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. You well, know, but I, back then it was hilarious. Like I've, it, culture changes that way. Yeah. I mean, culture changes. Now that the super comedy changes and like language changes. These things change, change. But I think music has something universal about it. You know, the minor key is pretty much universally recognized as sad or down or something like that. And, you know, the major key... I feel key... like the 80s mm-hmm. breaks your argument. How so? Music was not good then. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing. Well... No, you're know. right. Yeah. I mean, it, there's I mean, there's all kinds of courses on music theory. I, I took one. I, think, I feel like music and... is more like colors than language you know like red has this sort of thing that's hardwired into our brains to catch our attention it's it's an aggressive color it's big it's loud it's in your face yeah you know and blue is is more muted it's more calming and i I think music is like that like the you know you can associate cultural stuff with it but yeah, yeah you get what i mean yeah definitely so uh, I guess I better start with this, even though we've already kind of <laughs> started at one topic already. Uh, how's your week? My week, um, well, it's I guess it's been up and down, but I mostly remember the the past couple days, which I've been feeling kind of anxious. And you know why? No, why? Because of Twitter. Ah, uh, yes, I have two hundred and eighty character thing yeah i am so bent out of shape about no (laughs) (laughs) um i i originally got on twitter in like 2007 2008 solely to promote my blog about web comics which i i had the good sense to stop doing after a couple years (laughs) but uh you know i i ended up making some good connections and twitter became this place where i didn't just post links to my blog i interacted with my online friends and you know found cool links to cool things and just generally it was kind of an online hangout space like some of those old forums were and i feel like twitter has become for me 
this place where I go to worry about how concerned and anxious about the state of the world I am obligated to be. <laughs> like, what is... I go on there and I start reading things and I'm like, am I... Am I being irresponsible not to retweet this? <laughs> you know, like this is this my duty as as an American and a human being and a Christian to retweet this? I do I do feel like Twitter has uh, an unusual way of whipping things into a frenzy more than some of the other social media outlets. Yeah, you get the angry Facebook, you know, replies or whatever, but there's something about the mechanics of Twitter I think that really can whip things up into a frenzy pretty quickly yeah yeah like i and then with that one like companies sharing accounts or whatever not necessarily being you know somebody taking over the company account and then moving on to their own account and things like that to to really confuse things as opposed to you know the the facebook way of doing things we'll i'll go back to that example Mm -hmm. yeah and you know i i accepted you know within the past couple years i guess that that Facebook had become sort of horrible, you know, it had, like I was going on Facebook to, to connect with friends and have it be this sort of online social space for these people who are 500 miles away from me or more. Yeah. And, and it became something else at some point, and I'd accepted that, and I, I felt like Twitter wasn't that, even though most of the people, you know, that I interact with and follow and stuff on Twitter, you know, they're they're like online friends rather than old friends from college and stuff. So it was a different ecosystem. It was a different environment, but now Twitter has changed too. And it's just like, ah, I need to stop visiting these sites so much. (laughs) And yet I can't look away. (laughs) Uh, So that's, that's been my past couple days. (laughs) How have you been? Uh, it's, it's been a slow couple of weeks. Uh, I'm still stuck on getting yelled at. Uh, you were there. Uh, yeah. At our our favorite hangout, uh, we were discussing politics. Oh yes. <laughs> at our table, and uh, the the lady at the the next table just gets up and starts yelling at us, and she's yelling at us about things that we seemingly agreed with her on and earlier discussed, and I'm yeah so confusing and she wouldn't name like i was trying to get out of her like i don't know if you got that i was trying to get out of her like hey let's okay let's talk about this you know like who are you talking about like first of all can we get a subject here well i'm just so frustrated you guys are just so often yeah yeah. Yeah, like like, about what like and you know she starts saying stuff and it's like but that's what we you know her other buddy was like that's what we just said we i'm so confused yeah and then the guy with her turned around and like said something that made absolutely no sense and at that point i was just like yep Yep. Okay. Sure. Yeah. You guys leaving yet? Yeah. <laughs> should, I, should I contextualize this with specifics? I feel like it's more interesting with the specifics. Uh, sure. Though. I don't even. I yeah. just remember. Yeah. Like... like we were talking about politics, of course, and one of the things we were doing was criticizing Hillary Clinton, and the the woman, like as we're criticizing Hillary Clinton, literally turns around and is like, "Well, what about Benghazi? What about Hillary? I mean, come on, you know, what about <laughs> Hillary Clinton?" And I'm like. Yeah, well, you're like, yeah. What about her? We were, we were saying that sort of yeah. thing. You're you're on the same page as us. And she was like, well, you you guys are just laying into Trump. You've been laying into Trump for the past ten minutes. Oh, no, 
Like we laid into everybody that night. Yeah, like yeah. I think we started off like praising a couple of things, and then uh, something happened in the conversation where it was like, "All right, now we're going to lay into everything." Yeah, we were just having <laughs> having a good old fashioned bash fest. Yeah, and these strangers from the t- other table interrupt us, and then the guy starts talking about all the the women coming forward with the the sexual assault scandals, and it's like, well, okay, now those two people are just talking about things on the news and opining about things they've heard on the news exactly because apparently yeah. that's the topic oh my goodness yeah it was just so random and then so frustrating that it was like all right oh i'm so frustrated let's have a conversation with about this but i'm not going to give any real details and and just talk at you for a second and then i'm so frustrated i'm out it's like mm, okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> glad you were a part of this conversation <laughs> yeah Don't that made just... a difference in society you know i mean I feel like with us, we can take it with a grain of salt. You know, we, we have these conversations. We're comfortable with having these conversations. You know, I feel like if it had been almost anybody else in our community, there'd have been a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Chairs going up and I don't know. I'm yeah. still just reeling from that conversation. Like, wow, really? Don't you just hate how it's stuff like that? that I kind of wanted to you? hand out a, a card for our podcast. And be like, hey, you should listen to our podcast. It's about creating conversations with each other (laughs) (laughs) well that's what the cards are there for yeah yeah um i could also talk about as far as my past week has gone and it's been a should i just are you making like journal entries i see you like looking at notes right now yeah yeah i i've got i've got pages and like i'm like what should i talk about among this stuff (laughs) you know because i mean we don't want the podcast to be three hours long (laughs) All right, or well do then, we? Uh, oh, you know, that's my problem with a couple of the podcasts out there. Like, there's one, um, I'll just go ahead and say it, The Nerdist. Mm-hmm. Like, I love a lot of the, the guests that they have and a lot of the topics they have. Um, but I also hate going into, and this is why I kind of want to create, lack of a better term, Christian alternative. But I just want it to be, like, mainstream that doesn't bash Christian. I'd rather use that, use that title than the Christian alternative. Like, I hate getting on there, and then mm-hmm. uh, I think Chris Hardwick was raised Catholic, and he's not Catholic anymore, and, you know, he bashes that, and it's not cool with that now. And it's like, I don't need that with my nerd news or my interviews or, you know, let's let's talk about what we're here to talk about. You know, the new – I, th- I want to say one biggie was like, yeah, I, if I remember right, it was the new Ghostbusters movie that came out. Mm-hmm. He was interviewing, I think, a writer, if I remember right. Anyhow. Uh, but, I mean, that kind of stuff happens all the time. Anyhow, he it's very interesting, and I would still kind of enjoy keeping up with it, but it's three hours long. It, they, they, it's very consistently, like, he could have a three-hour interview where him and the guests just sit down and chat, which is always interesting, but then he's got, like, three of those a week. Mm-hmm. Like, we listen to music at work and are allowed to do that, so I could potentially keep up with that, but outside of that, who has time to do that, you know? Yeah. There's so much content out there. Like the other thing from my week that I was thinking about talking about was how, you know, I got um, I got Netflix and I've been catching up on all the Netflix stuff, the Daredevil and that's good stuff. And Voltron Legendary Defender. And I saw Thor Ragnarok finally. And uh, oh, I just finished Punisher, too. That was all oh, Punisher mm-hmm. was good. Yeah, I've heard good things about Punisher. I want to get through the other Defenders stuff like. Old Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and whatnot. Before I, you know, Iron Fist took a lot of a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. I was I actually kind of enjoyed that. I didn't like Luke Cage that much, honestly. Mm-hmm. Hmm. If you were to skip one, I'd say Luke. 
two, Iron Fist. But mm. I feel like Iron Fist, there's enough of Iron Fist in the Defenders that you probably need to pay attention to. But, like, there's a side character of Luke Cage in Defenders, but honestly, I don't think you need to know anything about Luke Cage in, in the Defenders. Mm-hmm. I may give Iron Fist, and in fact, I yeah, I probably will give Iron Fist an episode or two just because I respect your opinion, you know. Even though other people whose opinion I also respect <laughs> have been like, nope. You know, I, 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 I guess I get it. Like, it it almost felt like Daredevil light in mm-hmm. a way. I, and I think people were like, well, it's been done. And this is the light version. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see what they've learned from it and what they'll do next season, too. Um, well, shall we move on to Terry Crews Corner? Sure, go for it. Okay, so... I got a couple of items of Terry Crews news for us. Uh, Old Spice uh, released a thing on their YouTube with a Yule log that explodes for like it's it's just blowing up there in the fireplace. Explosions all over the Yule log for like an hour, and periodically <laughs> okay. Terry Crews's face appears in the flames and says random <laughs> stuff. And you know he's he pops in from the side and he's got Old Spice products and he's um it's bonkers and like you can it's delightfully wacky and helpful people on youtube have also created little you know clips of just the terry cruz bits (laughs) which is very useful for not having to sit through an hour of explosions just to get to the good stuff that's funny yep and the second terry cruz item um here's the headline from variety.com's article on it Terry Crews sues WME agent Adam Bennett for sexual assault. So that is progressing. Um, good on Terry Crews for standing up for his rights and seeking out justice. And I didn't realize he was suing. Okay. Yeah. Like, I knew he filed for sexual assault. Suing's a different matter. Yep. Okay. It's Terry Crews sues news. Yeah. When did that release? I've been keeping up with Variety recently, and I don't remember seeing that. Um. Let's see... It Anyhow. must have been semi-recently. Yeah. I, I saw uh, it this past week. Yeah, I'm, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, do you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I love that show. I do not. His character is fantastic. If you like all this Terry Crews stuff, you need to pick up Brooklyn mm-hmm. Nine-Nine. Like, first first of all, everybody in that cast is amazing. Uh, the, the leads and whatever. But, I mean, Terry Crews, like, I, I, I can't even say especially, like, Everybody in that show is fantastic. They all have their bits, and they do them well. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Duly noted. Um, all right, so moving on to Ash Apologizes. Ah, oh, boy. You know, I wrote this down after after I watched a, a Vice um, interview mm-hmm. with David R. White, A.R. White. And now, now I'm not sure how I feel about this whole thing. Like, um... I felt like, like, as much as I rip into, like, uh, the stuff David I.R. White does, like, uh, Revelation Road, like, um, God's Not Dead and that sort of thing, like, mm-hmm. he, he's, he's got pure flicks, which I respect. It's not something I would subscribe to, mm-hmm. but, like, he's got more people subscribing to that than HBO does. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, which I, I did not realize. Um, but I mean, that's pretty I al- amazing. I almost said that's pretty dope, but then I was like, can you say that on a Christian podcast? And I was like, sure. Yeah. Yeah, you can. NF does it. So we approve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's our role model here. 
He's already oh, we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Even NF just rolled his eyes. <laughs> uh, that's optimistic, thinking that NF would listen to our podcast. I know, I like to be optimistic, but <laughs> yeah, you're shoot, right. <laughs> shoot for the moon. Um, yeah, he. Um, I watched this interview, and it didn't even really have to do with the question or anything. Just his wording kind of switched things up for me in my head, and I'm still not entirely sure. Like, after I kind of went back on it now, as I was thinking about apologizing for it. Um, but, like, his movies are just so... I feel like they missed the point. But, or at least the way they're marketed, I guess I should say now. Because uh, when he said, his wording was, you know, there's a hole in the market and it's Christian entertainment. And to me, that wording tells me that he's looking at it more as, you know, Christian entertainment. Entertainment for Christians, not a bring your friends to this theater that are non-christians to get them saved you know the way those things are marketed and the way churches market those things um or at least that's the way he phrased it for this interview he seemed pretty intelligent in the way he was answering to make this compartment where it's safe for christians to watch movies yeah exactly and that's that's kind of the mindset it was like okay i guess i get that but still yeah i don't know like it's still like okay then uh you know we can save this comment for later but like that still doesn't necessarily change some of the quality of the stuff that's come out of there um and the scripts and and whatnot um i don't know man uh well yeah i I get it like i feel like there should be there should be the sort of insider baseball for christians like that should exist yeah we we need a space where we can talk about our us stuff you know and we also need this space where we can join the rest of the culture and get out of our bubble and engage and interact and have conversations and that's the one that's really lacking like oh, we, we have no shortage of bubbles yeah oh definitely um and that's that's the thing too like uh just there's there's a couple of companies i mean i've i don't even i don't know if i've done this on the podcast yet but like the way Christian media is done is, you know, we've got our own bubble. We do keep to ourselves. Like there's very few things that have come out that I've just been like, yes, that's what we need. You know, and I, I love to point to uh, I'd love to meet some of the writers and sit down and, and talk with them about the, the TV show Wanted, about one of their specifically Christian characters that seemed to dominate some of the show. And I think that's um, like very much how we need to write shows it was very mainstream it was not the point of the show but then you know it it ministered um or at least got a conversation going in fact if i remember right the very first conversation of the show was about uh christianity and uh this character's ability to work in uh i think the dating world and how that looked um can can I read a couple relevant tweets? Sure. Uh, from uh, from the Twitter account at Unwinder H. I may I may have mentioned this before, but on the topic of God's Not Dead, here's one. In God's Not Dead Three, they will face off with Dracula, who is an atheist social worker who wants to take a Christian family's kids for blood. Let's see here. But God's... he needs it to live. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a morally complicated or stay movie. undead. Um, God doesn't really need it to live, I guess. <laughs> God's not dead. Six. A pastor refuses to use a new politically co- correct translation of the Bible, which omits all mention of God, Jesus, or sin. 
God's Not Dead 7. America is bombed into oblivion by terrorists who wish to silence a child who had a near-death experience and saw heaven. God's wow. Not Dead 10. A Christian lawyer risks her reputation to prove that a picture of Charles Darwin killing God was photoshopped. <laughs> so when you read uh, two podcasters, who am I kidding? That's not even going to show up in the news. But when when you see an obituary, two podcasters, podcasters killed by lightning you you know what happened <laughs> god's not dead tweets. eight god goes hawaiian and yeah that's gonna be the one <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, i'm done i feel like we just killed the podcast god's thanks not, for, god, for listening god's not dead four will send her around a baker who refuses to bake a cake that says the f word on it <laughs> oh man Oof. Okay, I'm... I don't know. That one's politically charged with me, man. Uh, <laughs> That's enough I'm gonna, fun. I'm going to skip that one for now. We'll come back to that one in a different episode. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, media-minded. What did you have for that? Um, well, on uh, I was listening to Fresh Air uh, on the car radio this oh, past week. I thought you week. had your window down. Uh, <laughs> well, I... Uh, wah, wah. <laughs> it's a pun. Um... On their December 5th episode, uh, Terry Gross was interviewing the former Prince Valiant uh, writer, Cullen Murphy, whose dad drew the strip. Um, and, you know, I didn't know that. but And I've, like, Prince Valiant was always one of the boring strips when I was growing up that I kind of passed over. My brother kind of liked it, but I, I'm not sure if he was young enough to, like, if he was too young to understand what was going on. But... Um, Murphy wrote a memoir titled Cartoon County about this community in southwestern Connecticut, this area where all these comic creators, like the, the high and lowest guy, and I think Mort Walker lived there, and, um, you know, just all these people. It, it was really neat to, to hear about, and um, just this sort of community that kind of faded out and changed and become became less of what it was as both you know cartoonists moved on and retired and died and whatnot and as the face of the sunday papers changed you know which which kind of makes me sad that i mean i i feel like on some level i shouldn't because web comics are you know using the space available on the web to to do things big old awesome things in much the same way that the uh the and Sunday just to be clear jackson has no bias here because he doesn't have a lot of uh web comics up on the internet right now i oh, i might no as way. well not <laughs> like wow. I, I seriously might as well not have uh any web comics up on the internet because no one reads them like i read not... like part of one yeah but how long ago was that uh when was the last time you drew me? <laughs> sorry, I couldn't help myself. Oh, no, that was beautiful. Never apologize for that. That's that's exactly the best thing. Um, but, I mean, you know, like, I'm not updating my webcomics, and no one reads them, and I'm not getting ad revenue off them, so I, don't, I feel like I don't have a dog in that fight anymore, although I do like to continue reading my Penny Arcade and my Dumbing of Age and whatnot, so... I like comics. Me too. Nightwing so, is awesome. Oh, 
oh. different comic. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I like those comics too. Like if it's got word bubbles and drawings and panels, I like it. No, that's not true. Like there, there are actually bad comics. Oh yeah, but um, I've written several. <laughs> <laughs> you I, and me both. I, I remember a couple on the internet that had me in. The, oh wait, those were yours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, um, bring back lawsuit poll. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, your media mediated. You got some. Happy something? birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to hear this song. Happy birthday to us. We can do that without being sued now. Oh. It was finally released. Of all the stupid stuff our country has done. It's public domain now, huh? Oh my goodness. Some guy like knew the song, went out, trademarked it, and then sold it to Michael Jackson for tons and tons of money. Sold it to Michael Jackson? Yeah, he was the one that owned it. Wow. Like, he owns, like, the Beatles library, too. Well, owns, quote, his uh, estate does. Um, but, yeah, that one was finally released. That is bananas. Uh, Just owning the rights to a song that, like, is not even... That you have nothing to do with. Yeah. It feels like domain name internet squatting, you know? Yeah, exactly. Wait. Are you bashing my side business? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't know you had a side business. Tell me about this. Is it lucrative? Can I get in on it? <laughs> right. You know, when Dot Church came out, I'm not going to lie, I wanted to go out and get every three-letter combination or anything ending in, like, UMC or some other, you know, United Methodist Church or some mm -hmm. other, you know, like, popular ending like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> Be like, hey, if you want this. <laughs> get all the swear words with Dot Church. <laughs> there we go. Wait. That would only be a very specific crowd that you could probably pull a lot of money off of. You're right. <laughs> oh man. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm overly excited about that. I don't. I don't know. So a uh, real media minded. Uh, let's talk Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, the Avengers trailer came out. Mm-hmm. I have not watched it. <laughs> Uh, I guess I should start doing that for this podcast. I avoid trailers for movies that I know I'm going to go see. Star Wars is coming out this week. Uh, the Avengers trailer came out. Like It's like, I know I'm going to see these. I'm done with like spoilers from trailers or knowing, you know, this. I'm going in cold because I'm going to see this. You know, what, why, why am I trying to sell this to myself? Mm -hmm. I could be the trailer guy. Like, I, I could review the trailers each week and you could plug porgs yeah uh i mean i i get enough information from these things too um through various social media or videos or tv or whatever yeah that you know I, I at least have some idea of what's coming um but i i heard the the trailer was super popular and people are pretty excited about that um the venom Venom is getting his own movie. Mm. And uh, it sounds like it might actually have Agent Venom in it. What's Agent Venom? And I'm starting to think that it may be an Agent Venom movie. I'm not sure. Agent Venom is... All right, so there's the classic like Venom that came out, I want to say, in the 90s. Mm -hmm. um, all black, big, long tongue. Um, from the brief run that I read, J. Jonah Jameson's son, who can't walk, uh, was a soldier... And he takes on and off the suit, um, the, the, the symbiote, mm -hmm. and it allows him to walk. And he's like this, uh, he's worked with like uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy at one point and other things. Like 
he doesn't have the mouthpiece he's just uh black face um with like the you know the the venom white venom eyes yeah. but then like the inside like it's almost an outline where the inside's still black if i remember right um huh but he's very much a soldier you know agent venom you know is it the same symbiote yeah i believe it is but it just looks different when he puts yeah. it on um yeah it would look different on anybody i think um mm. just it, it being that symbiotic relationship like the person influences the yeah. suit. Yeah, I mean, it looked different on Spider-Man versus mm-hmm. Venom. Yeah, you know, and that was the same suit. But like, uh, and I hear from um, like background stuff that there's actually like a a flashback to like an old. Uh, I don't know. I guess it was more glassy, glassy eyed. I don't know. There's it goes back and forth. Here's a picture of Agent Venom for you. Sorry, mm-hmm. listeners. But um, if I were wearing a symbiote suit, I'd want to wear underwear underneath. I'm just saying. <laughs> just in case. Yeah, the um, uh, Hardy, Tom Hardy is playing, I, I believe, Eddie Brock. Mm-hmm. But he it seems like he's always wearing this like military vest in the pictures that have come out. So I'm not sure. Like And like I was saying, like it's an old school. There's like a flashback to like this old tribe or whatever that's that we know about and that's pretty much it so they're being really tight-lipped but that's kind of interesting and the other huge uh that i was kind of slowly working towards apparently instead of quickly news is fox is looking to dump a lot of their properties including a lot of the marvel universe it sounds like the last straw was inhumans the Mm -hmm. um and kind of what happened with that was they created the TV show The Inhumans, and they put it out in theaters to hype it up. And so people went to go see the pilot uh, in theaters, and people came out saying this is unwatchable. Like, it is complete garbage and awful. Mm. That's a shame. It looked kind of interesting. Yeah, it did. But then, you know, people said that, so I didn't go see it. I don't think the ratings are very good. But uh, side note, the, the Gifted came out this year as well, which is an X-Men-based universe thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, with these mutant kids and apparently that one's actually really good from what i've been told i i haven't watched that one either oh, so huh. much good media out right now yeah um but the uh so they're in the final stages right now of this buyout disney's looking from what i understand comcast is too so we may still not have the logan joins the avengers kind of thing you know so mm-hmm. uh it'll be it'll be I don't know. It's really interesting right now to see what could potentially happen here with the sale or with their agreements or whatever's going on. We should know maybe sometime this week when you're hearing this or, um, I don't know. It it could take longer depending. I mean, you know, we can't predict businesses and what they're going to do, but from my understanding, they're in the final uh, phase of whatever's going to happen. So there should be some interesting news coming. I've mostly heard people online fussing with regard to the, possibility of disney picking up you know fox properties just because it adds to the you know the size of disney another big massive and growing you know media conglomerate uh, dominating the market i mean leaving less space for the little guys i i don't necessarily disagree with that mm-hmm. but when it comes to <laughs> they're the marvel universe yeah you know, let them use the characters that they want to use. Like, I hate the fact it that does it's feel like, like all of that this stuff story was made around Wolverine and the Punisher and Iron Man. 
but we're gonna have to do it with Captain America, Squirrel Girl, and I'm sorry, <laughs> I was trying girl. to think of some random people to throw together because we don't we don't own the properties to any of those people, <laughs> but we wanted to do the storyline that we own the properties to. <laughs> do you remember Slapstick? No, little cartoon guy that got his powers from an alien funhouse mirror. He was basically turned into a living cartoon, and he's like. My my friends were big into him, and I thought he was kind of cool too. Like in fourth grade, that sounds kind of amusing, early, actually. Early yeah. 90s. But anyway, all right. So uh, Christian props. Christian props. What do you got? I got nothing. Sorry. <sighs> Come on, step it up, Christians. <laughs> Maybe we should step it up. Maybe we're the Christians who should step I'm it up. I'm trying, okay? Right now I'm trying to raise funds for my own position at Plan X Media so we can get some of this stuff going and I can spend more time on this. And if you would like to support, please contact Ash Green at pxm at planxmedia.com. Send us your money. Please. <laughs> please. All of it, but we'll take less if you're not willing to give all. We'll, we'll take anything else that <laughs> way. <laughs> um... You know, uh, send us Bitcoin, <laughs> please. Oh, I'm still mad my sale didn't go through. And, mm, that's rough. Uh, anyhow, uh, my sale, my buying it at one point didn't go through. Waiting for the bottom of that to to hit though. Right now, mm -hmm. uh, I think I saw it's up to like thirteen, seventeen, one of those two right now. Like it's insane. Precarious 13. times. Yeah. Weird times. Um. All right, so uh, Christian props. Oh, here's another one that uh, I'm back and forth on. Mm -hmm. So uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Do you know about the Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Roy Moore thing going on? Was there a Twitter battle? Yeah, there was a Twitter battle, and then uh, Roy Moore ended up coming out on TV and saying, you know, don't bash our Christian uh, values. You know, I dare you to come to to our state and say that. and. Jimmy Kimmel gets on TV and he's like, I'm not bashing your Christian values. I'm a Christian. Like, what I'm bashing is your inappropriate actions towards these women. And, you know, that's another one. Like, Roy Moore's how old now? I can't remember. Um, and they're saying potentially in his 30s he did inappropriate things to girls. Like I'm not sitting here justifying yeah, like, that. Like girls who were yeah underage. Now at the time. now don't 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 jump all over me, but I mean like that was a long time ago, all right. And does that justify it? Heck no. Okay, I'm just saying like that was a long time ago. From my understanding, nothing's been proven yet. Mm -hmm. Am I? And so it's a very complicated issue, and that's why I'm sitting here like oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have brought this up. But, like, is it okay? Heck no. Um, uh, and, like, this is, again, one of those back and forth, like, in my mind anyway. Like, I want to sit here and say, let's use the biblical principle, Roy. You know, if beyond reproach, that's not you right now. You know? Mm -hmm. if, they, if, that, if what you're saying is true, I guess is what I'm getting at here. If what you say is true, you know, and these, these are, because let's face it, in politics... A stink like this could be made up, mm -hmm. you know, with with what we know about political history. It seems like there's enough evidence out there right now that that's not the case. So I'm just saying mm -hmm. that, you know, if it was in, in this magical world where that's actually <laughs> happening, then, you magical know, world. I, I want to say, you know, step down, 
you know, let somebody else, well, you can be back to that beyond reproach and move up there again at some point. But then there's also kind of the mindset of, well, in this magical world where that didn't actually happen, you know, it's like, well, have you met my opponent? Do you really want him up there? You know? Yeah, that's the card that he's playing, man. That's uh, He's laying down that card so hard. And what's hard. killing me is the, uh, the, the supporters of that where it's like, well, you know... I don't like what he's done, but what's my alternative? Vote vote the other party? No. Really? Democrat. Really? Anyhow, that that got away from me. The Christian props is Jimmy Kimmel coming out being like publicly like, I'm a Christian, you know, and and taking a stance. Like, I feel like, um, like there's a lot of times Christians come out like I feel like the the Christians taking the wrong stance are the ones that come out, and that's just why I kind of want to mm-hmm. like give props here. You know, yeah. is like we we take uh, hits for being hypocrites. We take hits for like these people coming out and and saying you know these people are Satanists when they're not, or you know they're they're making these awful stances and making us look bad. And then when things like this are going down, we're we're notoriously silent. You know. Mm-hmm. Except for those people that are already making a stink about, like, you know, those other things that yeah. don't need to be made a stink of. Selective you know? fussers. Yeah. And so for somebody to actually, a Christian to actually come out and stand up and say, I'm a Christian and that's wrong and, you know, take a, a good stance, that's that's just why I'm yeah. like, all right, you know what, this is pretty good props. Yeah. Good on you, Jimmy Kimmel. And if you ever want to be a guest on our podcast. Yes. <laughs> come on, show up. You know you yeah. want to. Hit us up. We'll we'll work something out. Oh man, uh, you know I've worked with enough celebrities that I'm not that person. It's like, oh, can I have your autograph or do whatever? But you know, Jimmy Kimball shows up to our podcast. I'm gonna totally be like, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimball's here. Jimmy yeah. Kimball's here. Jimmy Kimball sitting at the microphone. Yeah, I, I thought you guys were professionals. Are you gonna ask me a question? <laughs> he talked to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I probably wouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> not really a fan. Oh crap! Now we're not gonna get him. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding alright so edit, science edit, news edit that part out <laughs> uh, science news uh, did you have any there uh, nope alright so uh, Ross 128b have you heard about this Mm-mm. it is a relatively close planet that we've discovered that can support life uh huh how cool is that that is pretty cool like we could we could fly there and 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 live there and actually, this morning, as I was double-checking on this article to see what else was coming up, uh, or uh, if they'd come up with anything more, because they were like, yeah, this is a relatively new discovery. You know, there's potentially stuff, you know, but the size is right. The uh, the distance from, you know, the sun, it seems right. The temperatures would be right and all that. Well, then they were like, oh, well, actually, this morning, it's, a, it's around a mild-tempered red dwarf star. So it's... It's living on borrowed time. Huh? Uh, I guess what they're saying is like, well, you know, there's radiation and issues with that coming off the sun. But then their like little support <clears throat> article was like, yeah, but you know, with with the distance and all that, it really wouldn't be that bad. It's still livable and whatnot, you know. And I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, if you didn't want radio or to contact Earth if something was going down. I mean, when solar flares hit, like once in a blue moon here, like people freak out. Like, oh, we lost satellite we lost tv for a second you know it's like if you've got a quote mild tempered you know something going on every so often mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I can see the potential problems with that scenario. Yeah. <sighs> Unfortunate. Guess we'll have to do without our interplanetary TV. Ah, uh, darn it. <laughs> so we're not going to be able to send friends to them yet. <laughs> we're Ross. working on it. <laughs> <laughs> Although I can think of somebody I'd want to send there. Nope, sorry. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, you're doing it wrong! I thought you were making a friends joke. Like, you know, the, the planet's a Ross planet. You were making a friends joke. But I guess not, huh? I'll just, I'll just see myself out now. If if I caught on to the bit, oh, could have had some fun with that. But <laughs> too late now. <laughs> Thanks, Ash. Now that I've spelled it out for everyone, it's no fun. <laughs> uh, um. So yeah, you're doing it wrong. Who's doing it wrong this week? Oh, I've got a full list, man. Oh no. Um. You know what? I'm gonna take a small stance on a large topic. Ooh, small right, stance, so large topic. I'm gonna take one. Uh, I'm gonna take a shot at a specific port. Uh, what is that called in gaming? I'm calling my shot. <laughs> Call, yeah, calling your yeah, shot. I'm aiming for the hand. Um, keeping Christ in Christmas. Like we can totally get into the argument of, oh man, it was a, a, a holiday before it was the Christian holiday. Was Jesus really born on that day? Was it, you know. Uh, then you get into the argument of, well, it was a dead holiday. And anyhow, mm-hmm. the, the thing I'm taking at is actually the wording of Christmas. There is still a segment of Christians that I bump into here and there. Um, and I feel like it's an educational issue that think that part of the keep Christ in Christmas is making sure that the word Christ is spelled out in Christmas mm-hmm. as opposed to Xmas. Mm-hmm. Do you know the history of the X? Yes, I do. Why we call the... Plan X Media Plan X Media? <laughs> Indeed, I do, Ash. Oh, Let... well, well, let's hear this, because yeah. I don't think you do know. Well, Are Ash. you part of the educated few? Well, Ash, you, you can hear my, what I have to say on this topic and judge for yourself. Oh, goody, I get the to judge. The X in Christmas is the Greek letter chi, or key, which is shaped like an X, like our modern-day X, um, it is the first letter of the Greek Christos, which, you know, is Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. That's, that's what it means. And consequently, when you, when you abbreviate Christmas to Xmas, you are basically taking the first initial of Jesus' title of Christ and using that to stand for the whole thing. Exactly. And, and the X, by the way, comes from the Cairo which is where like that became with the the Christos. Yeah. And those Cairo, are the f- Cairo is the first two letters. The the rho is the r. There's the chi and then there's the rho. The rho is actually the first letter of it's Christ Jesus. The first letter of Jesus was it not is Yoda. Jesus. Where did Ye- I get that from then? Yoda epsilon sigma. You're right. I know how it's spelled and I can't believe I was still sitting epsilon, here thinking sigma. that. Wow, Ash apologizes for just being <laughs> stupid. Wow, you got an Ash <laughs> one plus apo- one is eight, right, guys? <laughs> well, you're you're catching them fast, you know. This is an Ash apologizes in the same episode where you do the thing you're apologizing That's crazy. for. Crazy, just that cognitive dissonance that we do. I knew that, yet <laughs> I'm still sit- like I know how to spell that in Greek. Like I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I passed Greek class. I dropped out <laughs> after two weeks, but oh man. 
Anyhow, um, but there was that Roman emperor. I know this part at least, um, who became a Christian. So he made the soldiers put the uh, in. Look up the word Cairo, or um, you've probably seen this in Christian cool. history or somewhere and that's in a church. C H I R H O. Yeah, and it's basically looks like an X and a P, put together in a specific way. Um, and uh, once he became a Christian, he made all of his soldiers put that on their shield, you know, mm-hmm. um, to to rep- represent his uh, faith basically and his change in faith. And that's where the Cairo comes from. Was that Emperor Constantine? I hmm, see. That's that's why I was like being a little bit vague. Uh, I we can definitely tell you, listeners at home, that it may or may not be Emperor Constantine. <laughs> it either is or it isn't. <laughs> it either is or it isn't. It's definitely not a maybe. Uh, if yeah. that's what you're thinking. Yeah. Um, People know this. The fact that those people are not at this moment us does not in any way diminish the value of our educational contributions here. All right. So anyhow, um, so that's where that comes from. You know, it's it's actually an educated Christian that probably <laughs> needed sign signage. You know. Yeah. Some room in a signage, so he uh, shortened it. I don't know where where that actual. I, I tried to look it up once. I don't know where that actual spelling came from but um just taking a small stab at that like uh that that small portion of i'm not touching the rest of the arguments i'm not because there's plenty of good and plenty of bad there uh and plenty of confusing yeah but uh (laughs) which maybe we can take a stab at later but uh uh it was actually constantine ah constantine constantine the first as part of a military standard there we go um, but yeah, like that's something that we can, you know, just take off the table and stop being petty and arguing about that sort of stuff. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's the, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. All right. So the meat, let's get meaty. Um, noms. Medium All right. Potato-y. So today we are talking about Christians and quality. Quality, and I, I kind of mean quality of product. Um, and I use the term product loosely because this could stem into other things. And and, and I guess what I mean by this, um, I feel like as Christians we have, and I'm not entirely sure where this stems from. Like I've had conversations with people uh, about this stuff, um, but I think it stems from the phrase, you know. Um, that, that we hear in church a lot and I'm going to butcher the phrase. So maybe, maybe you can come up with a better way of saying this um, just because it, I don't like it so much <laughs> that I think is why I just unintentionally, intentionally butcher it. It's going to turn into a parody of itself All right? uh, in your uh, lips. But uh, you know, we're going to do this for God. So he's going to make it better, you know, than what mm-hmm. it really is. So, well, this is what I had the resources for. So I'm going to just going to release this pile of dung. Yeah. Leaning, leaning on God and grace as a crutch and an excuse as to put an excuse. out a yeah. subpar, you know. Thing. I mean, I, I guess maybe that could stem from the, you know, he tends to take weak things or people and use them in great ways. But that's absolutely no excuse to put out garbage and say, look at my garbage. Yeah, like we shouldn't be bad on purpose and we shouldn't be like apathetic or not or lazy workers on purpose like we should 
we should try to to actually put effort into our stuff and make something good and develop our skills and use them to to put out quality yeah i like what your brother said once was uh you know treat uh what we do as a craft you know one that we need to develop and and do and not as a you know this is what i want to do let's go do this oh we're done you know mm-hmm. um it i feel like just so much like my favorite example and it, it's a bit of a dated one right now but it is burned into the back of my head was there was a movie about moses that came out back in the day and this is maybe at the end of the playstation 2 era Mm-hmm. And this movie was put out as this like feature length Moses movie Christian like oh this is gonna be a big thing and I watched the trailer and it looks like early PlayStation One graphics like you know it's an animated movie like this guy is not bending anywhere mm-hmm. like his he's his shoulders are moving but then like his wrists his fingers his his elbows are not when he's walking and the same with his legs and oh it was just awful and it's like look at this amazing christian product that that people are gonna you know see great things with like uh, maybe going back it to reflects my, your values yeah like one thing david ar white is doing right is he's using lighting correctly he's got great cameras he's got great sets and he's at least doing that it's correctly. Technically proficient. Yes. And I feel like a lot of the times we don't even get that right, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Ah, it drives me batty. Like and uh we'll we'll try to do too much. And that's why I've been so slow, I feel like, with a lot of this Plan X media stuff. Um, getting it rolling is a lot of churches when they start out even uh get caught in this trap. But it's like, all right, here's what what do we need as a church? And let's just go to the church standards. We need a worship band. We need a children's ministry. We need a youth ministry. We need somebody to speak from the pulpit. We need small groups. And they try to do all of that at once with the very small staff that they've got just starting out. Much less if you're doing this kind of stuff when you're bigger, you know, and and you don't have the right staff to do that either. You know, it's, you know, do something and do it well. Mm -hmm. Just, we have such a, I don't know. It, it drives me crazy. Just so many Christian products out there that are just awful. Kind of a quantity over quality problem, huh? Yeah, very much. So. Well, I mean, there is that, but then there's the, even if it's just the one thing that's focused on, you know, it's... Phoning it in. Yeah. It's like, well, God will use this. But could you fix that? Well, maybe if I put more effort into it, but God can use this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah, I, once again, it's, there's, there's some truth to the sentiment is what I want to say. There's some truth to the sentiment, but people are certainly abusing it. Yeah, like I feel I, like that's what, you know, in, in, there. in the secular world with my, my webcomic friends and my creative friends that I talk to online and whatnot, you know, the, the sort of sentiment is that you can't let perfectionism stay, you know, stand in the way of actually getting something done the whole um who was the guy with apple i think it was tim cook that said real artist ship uh might have been steve jobs i don't know but uh but so someone at apple said real artist ship and i think there's some truth to that 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 you get the thing done you get it out there um and the flip side of that is that you don't make it bad um 
you know, uh, Mega Ran in an interview that I read one time with him, you know, the, the nerdcore artist, um, he's also a Christian and, you know, some of his songs, like one or two songs in particular off his most recent albums, a couple of albums have explicitly talked about his faith, given his testimony kind of thing. But in this interview, uh, Mega Ran said to the effect that if you, if you are passionate about the thing you're doing, you know, if you, if you're authentic about it, um, and you put something out there that connects with like-minded individuals, you know, this, this fan base, like he's done with Mega Man themed, uh, raps, um, then the, the fan base is going to connect with it and it's going to be successful. Oh, and it can't suck. <laughs> like that, that was Sorry. the thing he said last. <laughs> oh, and it can't suck. And that is so true. It can't, you must, you must, you got to make something good, something you can't phone it in. I'm I'm ranting and I'm nerding, but that's that's where I'm at. And that's also our podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Christian Rebellion, where we rant and nerd. <laughs> oh man, just the way it's got to get better. Like I I feel like uh, just looking at the production value, and and people are starting to complain about this, and some of your we'll say quote modern churches, like is is starting to become an issue. Um, but I feel like at least in that we are getting better. You know, we, we, the, the production value on a lot of stuff is getting better. So mm-hmm. it, at least in, inside the church and it, and it tends to be some of the more modern churches versus some of the, the older churches, but it, it's getting better. The, the quality is getting better. They're actually trying, they're putting more effort into it. Um, spending resources doing it as opposed to, hey, we need to do this and then kind of throwing it together or giving it to Jim Joe who has no idea what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting skilled people on the right jobs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because like effort is one thing, but like effort without having taken the time to build up your skills, like the effort's only going to go so far. Yeah. And only... Um, how do I want to put this and not putting it on the youth group. <laughs> Sorry. I can't tell you as a youth minister, I can't tell you how many times people came to me and were like, Hey, we have this great idea for an event. We want to, we want to get together and, and have some music. So we'll have the kids up there singing and, you know, and do a dinner so the kids can, can get involved and co- Oh, we can have the kids serving and, and do this and that. And the kids can do this and that. And it's like, and I've looked at them and I've gotten some really dirty looks after I've said it, but, my point was definitely made and they had nothing to say <laughs> to it was, so what are you going to do? What do you mean? Well, you've got the kids up there singing, acting, you know, serving, cooking, uh, cleaning up. What are you guys doing? Dirty look. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are these people thinking? Oh, let's get some 15 year olds with minimal life experience up there putting this thing on. Right. That'll be the best fundraiser ever. Yeah. Granted, if you get the six-year-olds up there, the cuteness may sell. I'm not sure, but uh, um, I digress. But I don't know. There's just, I mean, there's a quality problem with uh, the music industry has definitely gotten better. Um, and uh, there's some secular, secularist, that, mm, that word. Secularist? Yes. It's, I just pointed will, to my wrist. Yeah. <laughs> That will uh, argue with me on that one, and that's cool. I get it. Um, 
we, it's gotten better at least. Come on, admit that, guys. But uh, I guess what I'm saying here is like, you know, some of this stuff is getting better, but there's still just such an excuse and a crutch and a, you know, we've, we've maybe even going back to our own bubble. We've got our own bubble and we think it's good because we're comparing it to our own bubble. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden it's like, all right, well, take this and compare it to uh, Transformers. Well, it's better because, let's face it, there's so many plot holes in Transformers. <laughs> yeah. That, but uh, if I came up with a better example, <laughs> you know, um, do we need the, the major motion picture budget? No. Does Ash want it? Yes. Does. <laughs> well, of course. You know, but. Who, who wouldn't want more money? Exactly. Whether it's for creative things or for just money. But I, I could at least do 12 films. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With that money. <laughs> but if you were like 12, I could do 24. 36. <laughs> do I hear 50? 50. 50. <laughs> um, but it's it's just become such a crutch and it and it's not biblical at all. I mean, we've got the whole, this drives me insane, and this is probably a different topic, but when God shuts the door, he opens a window. Show me that verse! <laughs> like, sometimes God wants you to beat that door down. Yeah. You know? And I feel like that's part of our quality issue, you know? It's like, oh, well, I didn't have the option to do that, or... Yeah, I could have done it if I actually wanted to go do fundraising. Then go do fundraising! Like, you know, or I didn't know how to do this. So did you ask Joe, who knows how to do it? Well, no, because it's my project. It's like, so you're not doing it for the Lord? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, snap. (laughs) Like, Uh, try, people. (laughs) Do it right. I feel like when I personally, when God shuts a door in my life, I have no idea what he's trying to say with that door, you know? And and like maybe he's saying to go go that he's opened a window somewhere and he wants me to go through the window. Maybe he wants me to break a window. Right? And exactly. And you know, just pray that it's not on the fifth floor with no stairwell. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a weird Is metaphor. it nice when God opens that window? Heck yeah. Sometimes is it a glaring this is what you should do? Heck yes. Is it always the case? no <laughs> you know yeah. like you you can't paint with too broad a brush that's, here. that's it's, what it's prayer not... is for that's what friends are for that's what your pastor is for that's what mentors are for that's you what know the bible is for exactly it's it's not a well if that door shut there's obviously a window open why aren't you looking for it you know it's, yeah there's these places that we can talk to each other we can seek the lord we can find out you know how to make the in this case quality better but, I mean, that's just a life lesson in general, I think, for Christians. There's plenty of different ways to hear from God. It may be through the friend. It may be through the pastor. It may be through the Bible. It may be through an angel that wakes you up in the middle of the night and walks you out of a prison. And you feel like you might have been stoned the whole time until you realize, nope, I'm still out. Yeah, well, Love that story. If he's... he's like, I thought it was a dream. And then the angel left. And I was like, holy crap, it wasn't a dream. <laughs> <You're> too... <laughs> I'm not in jail. <laughs> Your word choice there was kind of funny to me. Stone, you know, like if he stayed in jail for too long, he might actually end up stoned. <laughs> it's kind of a dark joke. Yeah. Now I'm sad. I'm sorry. What was the other thing I was going to say? I thought of something else to say. It wasn't about the doors. Because I'm I'm sure I could talk, like come up with all sorts of bizarre scenarios for that metaphor. Like <laughs> like maybe there's a fireman's axe on the wall. Exactly. And there's the wall. Look for Get it. Get to chopping. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you, you know, here it is. It's a question. Like, here we are complaining, and there's plenty to complain about. But, like, what do we do to be proactive and, like, solve the quality problem and keep the trajectory of our quality going upward so there's more better stuff out there? I mean, that's what I've been saying, though, throughout this whole thing. We, we need to treat it as a craft. Mm-hmm. We need to, like, find experience or get experience doing this. Granted, I didn't spell that one out, but I've definitely said that, you know. Yeah. I, I used the random name Joe Bob or and something else. No, I didn't. It was Jimmy Joe. Um, Jimmy Joe Bob. Jim. I, don't, I don't even listen to what I say. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even have one listener last week because I don't pay attention to what I say. <laughs> Now, um, you know, we need to do that. We need to, like I, I was saying there, um, you know, seek out advice. You know, if that door shut, seek out advice. Should I stop this? Is this God saying, no, I shouldn't do this? Should I, should I keep going? Should I break that door? Should I, you know, and this is just that advice that you should be asking other people, you know, more specifically than, hey, should I break a door? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I can break doors in my head. <laughs> Um, you know, there's, there's plenty of stuff that we can do. Uh, YouTube videos are great for educating yourself on stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still somewhat valid. Indie Mogul, go there if you're making a movie, you know? Check out some of their stuff. If you're uh, needing to know how some technical specs, go look that up. If you, you know, um, if you want to know how to put on a play correctly, find uh, somebody who's done it successfully and buy them a meal, you know? Yeah. If they say no, buy them a better meal. If they still say no, buy somebody else a better meal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's there's plenty of options to keep trying and trying harder. I feel like a lot of the times we either put ourselves under these unrealistic uh, time frames. It's like, well, this is the perfect time for it in my mind. And so I'm going to do it right now instead of waiting for God's timing. And when it doesn't come out right the way I wanted it to, then it's just bad. Yeah. Or, well, I did what I could, so, you know, this must be the product that God wanted. Uh, yuck. I feel like yeah. that, I feel like that's kind of the mindset, though, is it not? Yeah. yeah, it is. Given, like, people given a choice between doing it right and doing it right now, they're picking the latter. And you, got, you should pick the former. I'm still, um, there was a Russian, and this is another name that I, I'm not going to remember, uh, there was a Russian that came over to America, um, and uh, especially during his time, um, just Christianity, like, is a no-no over there. He's a Christian uh, minister, and he came over to America and just kind of saw how easy it was and for us as Christians and, and was amazed by our culture of Christianity and all that, and when he back, went back he was quoted as saying once he got back there, um, it's amazing what the American, uh, what the Christians over there can do without God. Oh, wow. Like he meant it both as a compliment and as a, a, a put down. Like it, he truly meant, you know, it's amazing what they've done, uh, especially without, you know, God being involved in a lot of this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it's like it, they're, they're putting out God and, and and doing all this stuff and, and praising the name of God, but they're not necessarily doing it with God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they've put on this big convention center rally for God when God's on the street corner, like four blocks away. Like, why are we not over there with him? You know, yeah. I don't know. Bad, 
bad example probably but well it gets the point across yeah um yeah just just from the outset of you introducing this topic one of the very first things i thought about was those passages in the old testament where they're talking about building the temple and the architecture and you know it's got all these descriptions and the gold and the sculptures used in it and I, i was just thinking about those craftsmen you know and like like that's biblical like applying your skill yeah for and following god's directions i was actually going through that this week and yeah there's very specific instructions on how to do that and then when later when uh god was telling aaron uh, or moses to take aaron up and his sons and to to do the sacrifice and to um ordinate them um their orientation as it were uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh or being ordained um i'm just having fun with words now instead of making my point uh (laughs) but when he was doing that, like, uh, even the descriptions of, and make sure he's wearing that well-crafted belt, you know, that was discussed earlier on mm-hmm. and, you know, how to make and whatnot. And, you know, d- these are things that he wanted done and he wanted it done well, you know, make sure you've got good craftsmen to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the text specifies yeah. which craftsmen in some cases, the text, he it. didn't be like, all right, here's, here's what I want you to do. And, you know, they were like, well, I don't really have those materials right now. I don't like uh, Joe over there so much, and and I want this to be my thing. So uh, instead of you know making this fine calfskin rug, I'm gonna weave a wool thing. Yeah, and like in other parts of the Old Testament, like when you go later on, I guess in I want to say in the Samuel's and the Kings and the Chronicles, whenever someone adopts that mentality of oh i'll just do my thing and god will bless it because he's god and i'm me things go south oh yeah like things go horribly south or and it may be a great idea like david oh i want to build the temple god going oh no 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 (laughs) (laughs) thank you but no (laughs) you're you're a warrior david you do the warrior thing and we'll let your son i will bless you by having your son do it you just no. no 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 no, 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 I'm, I'm pretty no, sure no. we all have that friend in our life. Yeah, that's a great idea, but no. <laughs> yeah. You cannot do that. <laughs> yeah. Let's get somebody else. I'm glad else you want to help me with this, but no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you're thinking of who I'm thinking <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sad because it's true. Oh. We love all of our friends. Yes, especially the one we're thinking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I kind of feel like now that we've uh, bashed one of our friends... Um, but no one knows which one. It's a secret. <laughs> really? Are you talking about me? Hold on, time <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm uh, talking about both of us. <laughs> <laughs> we should not be doing this podcast, Ash. This yeah. is the last episode of the Christian Rebellion. <laughs> I think we've said that like ten times this episode. This <laughs> may be... Uh. Uh, well, sorry about the uh, the lack of uh, of posts we've had here um, on our way out, just uh, between vacations for you know Thanksgiving and and scheduling, like uh, maybe just not learning to do that in our uh, you know yeah. however long we've ex- existed. Takes uh, a little forethought and foresight. Uh, you know, in that big R word. But anyhow, uh, how can they contact us, Jackson, if they want to send us hate mail? Or, um, or or preferably like stuff. It's been so long since we did this that I don't remember. <laughs> you tell me. 
All right, we've got Christian Rebellion at planxmedia.com. You can email us there. You can go to christianrebellion.planxmedia.com and uh, download this directly if you wanted to do uh, But there's comment sections as well that you can start a conversation there. And you can also tweet at us at Christ underscore rebel. Um, that was probably the preferable one because uh, I think uh, that's the easiest one for us to get updates through. Yeah. Uh, we'll see it almost immediately and try to respond. You know, we want to create, as we've said, you know, create a conversation. So that doesn't mean us, you know, just talking into microphones and not hearing anything back. Yeah. Talk back to us. Even if it is hate mail. Yeah. I might ignore it or blast you for it, but, you know, I will respect it. At least we're no, having a conversation, <laughs> right? Yeah. Maybe vitriolic and acerbic and as opposed these... to you getting up from your table and yelling at us about stuff that we agreed upon and then just leaving before conversation is actually had <laughs> yeah um are we on stitcher yes we are on stitcher are we on itunes we are on itunes and i would assume though if you're listening to this you you know that because you're probably listening you had to, to us, on us one, of those. one of those two <laughs> yep all um, right well i am ash green i am at media man ash on Twitter, I guess maybe I should throw that out there. Yeah. Um, and I am the overlord at Plan X Media. And I'm Jackson, and I'm trying to quit Twitter. So <laughs> you can uh, you can visit my blog, uh, Chocolate Book, where every weekday I blog about the Bible and the chocolate that I've eaten, but mostly just the Bible. Um, you can catch that at the website chocolatebook.net. You want to go get a burger? Mmm, burgers. All right, we out. Bye.